tonight from wherever in the world you are listening. Give a big hand for your host. How's it going? Thanks for clicking on this show. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and they say dignity comes at a price. Well, I've made it my job to find out exactly what that price is. So of course, I need a little help with my experiment. So I've invited a guest to join me on this episode of Price Tag Pop. Welcome to Price Tag Pod, where we attempt to put a price tag on your dignity. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and I'm joined by my guest for this evening. Straight out of the 90s and into a world of podcasting, this guest is as groovy as a yo-yo, as musically flexible as a Stretch Armstrong, as entertaining as a game and watch. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please dust off your Rubik's Cubes and shake up those Etch-a-Sketches. It's time for a trip back in time. From the host of the Dope Nostalgia podcast, it's Naomi Carmack. What's up? That is the best intro I have heard. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ainsley. I'm happy to be here. If you didn't get from the introduction, this guest is very much into the 90s. Um, so it's a very, this is going to be an extremely 90s based show today. Yes, that is my wheelhouse. I've literally constructed these questions to be extremely 90s based. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready. super excited for today. <laughs> All right. So, so to tell your listeners, I don't, I don't have a lot of uh, knowledge on what's about to happen to me today. And that's even more exciting. So let's, let's just have a good time. Yes, straight into it. Okay, $10. Would you have a water gun fight with me, except I have 90s slime in my gun? 90s slime? Like the stuff that fell on you on Nickelodeon? Yeah, for some reason, the 90s was obsessed with slime. They really were. Do you remember that? Like every, everything was slime. I got to let your, your listeners know that I'm Canadian. So Nickelodeon slime was a big thing in the US. Here we had a show called You Can't Do That on Television. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? No. No, but that sounds that sounds great. Same idea. You still get slimed. Totally different. You know what was cool is Alanis Morissette. Remember that singer? Yes, I do. When she was a child, she was a, a star on that show. Um, Ten dollars. Yes. Would I? Would I do it? Yeah, I have oh, slime. Absolutely. You, you don't have slime. I have slime. <laughs> You have water. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Would you do it for $7? Like have the slime fall on me? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That stuff's easy. That's just like jelly. Can you believe the 90s started 30 years ago? That makes me... uh... <laughs> I never, I never try to think about it in that way, but you're right. It really did. Yeah. The way I came to that train of thought was I was saying to my girlfriend the other day, like the eighties was 40 years ago. She's like, Oh my God. <laughs> but doesn't it feel like it wasn't that long ago, even when you're that young, like just because eighties culture is so retro and so prevalent, I think. Yeah. I, I would find the nineties more so, especially in Sweden, everyone's wearing like Nirvana t-shirts and stuff. It's everywhere. Still. Yeah. That's wild because I feel like a lot of focus has always been on the 80s. And now that, you know, it's been 30 years, I feel like the 90s is now is the time to kind of bring that back because the cool thing about the 90s is it started with some really fun pop music. Yeah. It in the middle was became grunge, right? So it got dark for a little while. But at the end of it, it went right back to fun pop music and a lot of that developed out of Sweden. A lot of it. Yeah. So. And there was, there was boy bands too, which I know that was one of your loves. <laughs> oh, huge, huge. But Max Martin, Dennis Pop, those guys were writing music for out of Sweden for those boy bands. So yeah, it just kind of came full circle. And I think that's what's really interesting about the 90s is that it was bookended by happiness. <laughs> yeah. It got dark in the end, in the middle, but. Some weird grunge sandwich. It's nice. <laughs> it is. It really is. 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. For a week, you only have access to Captain Planet and Saved by the Bell episodes. Oh shit! Do I have to choose between the two? No, you you have them. Like I don't know, you just have those two things. Say for a week, you only have a VCR and you have non unlimited episodes of those things. You can't watch anything else. Okay. 
I give you, so I'm, I'm giving you a VHS player with okay. just Saved by the Bell and Captain Planet episodes. And you have for to just 25 bucks. Yeah, for, for a week, that's all the entertainment you have. The only entertainment there is, like I can't go outside or anything, right? Well, you could do that, but like no internet. It's just, no, you can have internet Ooh. actually. No, you can have internet, that's fine. But like- If I can have internet, no, I won't do it. So you don't no. want, you don't want internet. I don't either. like Saved by the Bell. Really? No. And I, I don't. I never watched it really. No. Fresh Prince. It's funny. Fresh Prince? Yes. Let's swap Say by the Bell for Fresh Prince. I think I'd still rather go outside. And I like the French Prince. Like, I was a big fan of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. But okay. I would rather listen to their music than watch a show. Okay. And go out and do something outside. Yeah, you're more than welcome to go outside and do stuff, but it's just like whenever you watch TV or if you're ready to entertain, <sighs> be entertained, you have a VCR. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't do it. $35? Mm. The, the, you're paying me this. Yeah. Okay, I'll take 35 I'll take 35 for the Fresh Prince, but not for Say by the Bell. I feel like I'd be tortured if i was watching saved by the bell but do you remember captain planet i never watched it <laughs> i think i was too old for it yeah possibly you know yeah. like i feel like that was after pogs did you have pogs no i didn't but i know pogs right yeah. so i think i was too old for captain planet my my girlfriend just sold um on facebook market these um it's like star wars pez dispensers right like she just had them and like people were like bidding for them and stuff. People love oh. like that nostalgia. Pez is a massive nostalgia thing. Very much so. I mean, like obviously you're not going to have the original candy, but the, the dispensers are insane collectibles. Yeah. yeah. I forget the price, how much it went for, but they were super happy. And we, we were like, we can send this to you by mail, but like with COVID, it might not get to you in time. So they actually drove like hours just to pick them up. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, they really, really needed them for whatever reason. I don't know what they're doing with them, but, you know. Just have a whole room of them. Yeah. A whole shelf, you know? Because they're so tiny, you can have many of them. Yeah, and I guess you can hang them to the wall, right? I think they're on those, like, plastics mm -hmm. and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're a huge collectible. They, I feel like Pez dispensers to people my age is kind of like those, what are those pop tops things, like the wobbly heads? Oh God, yeah. Um, what are those bo things bobble called? Bobbleheads, right? Like bobbleheads, or there's a new thing too, where it's like a, like a. Oh shit! I sound like an old lady right now. <laughs> the uh, the comic book looking things like pop something. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I think that's before before anything I know. But they're when me and my partner were in um, we were in the states for two weeks for a wedding, right? And we mm -hmm. went from New Orleans to Tampa. We we're in the. Um, registration office because it was like a small event and mm -hmm. um on this person's desk was one of those like yeah it was like a bobblehead but it was halloween so it was like yeah. a pump it was a pumpkin head and like a hulu like tiki body and they were both <laughs> moving like this and we were just staring at it and pissing ourselves and that's like our best memory from america <laughs> was this small really? little bobblehead. yeah small how little you, bobblehead. how did you like new orleans new orleans was amazing i love bourbon street um mm. but you get in and you get out in five days i think i don't think you would want to stay there for like too long that sounds kind of like because the party so much right it's a constant party i feel like that's how las vegas is like you could do five days max and then you're like i really need to go home we love the, <laughs> the ghost tours and the stories and people like you know, going around and doing stuff like that. We we like to do events when we go to places, and that was a good place for it. Actually, that's really good. Like, uh, you know, touristy, and I see. I'm a touristy person where I want to know the history of where I've been. Yeah, I want a little. I want a little party at night, but during the day, I want to go see what this place is all about and everything that created it. And yeah, that's wonderful. Walk down Bourbon Street eight in the morning, smelling a piss. <laughs> history <laughs> that yes hashtag yeah. history so are you a fan of jim carrey yes yes he's probably the most famous canadian of all time after brian adams right Ooh, yeah he's in that league yeah mm. he's definitely yeah. up there 50 bucks you can only speak in jim carrey quotes for a day 
I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Like you've had a briefing, a you've watched all of the movies, you kind of got it and you have all the quotes. Well, the, I've watched the majority of the movies. Uh, Ace Ventura is probably going to be about 70% of the quotes that I'll do. But I mean, like he's got oh, so many good shows. The Mask. Yeah. There's a Dumb be and Dumber. There'll be another 10% right there. Dumb and Dumber is good too. Lloyd Christmas. Um, yeah. 50 Truman easily. Show. Easily. He's got so many quotes. It would be, it wouldn't be too hard. Yeah. I might have to research it a little bit beforehand though, to have them. It's okay. You get, you get a crash course and you'll be fine. It's more fun to have them prepared. Yeah. For any situation. Alrighty then. Would you go down to $40? So yeah. 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 I'd go down to 40. I'll leave it there. For one day. But but does that mean like that's literally all I do all day is just answer people with Jim Carrey quotes? I'm okay with that. It can be a it can be a slow day for you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Nice relaxing day. It'll be fun. Whatever yeah. 90s, what's your favorite 90s film? Ooh, oh, oh. Titanic. Oh, really? Yeah. I would never yeah. have expected that. Um it was definitely one of my favorite movies. Another movie I really liked was Leonardo DiCaprio's Man in the Iron Mask. Do you okay. remember that movie? Did not see that, no. Yeah, it's a little more obscure. Um, if I were to give you a third one, maybe Dazed and Confused. Okay. Or Clueless. I'd never seen Dazed and Confused, but I love Matthew McConaughey. And I know that's his like, breakthrough film, isn't it? Yeah, they all yeah. stay the same age. <laughs> that's that's his big line but i i also really loved the clue the movie clueless with alicia silverstone as the lead yeah that was another really big movie to me in the 90s of course forrest gump that would be very quotable <gasps> huge yeah that would definitely be in my top 10 yeah i mean it created a whole not only uh cinematic landscape on its own but the fact that it created an actual restaurant chain Oh, they did? <laughs> you know, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Bubba Gump Shrimp Company is massive all across North America. Wow. Based on the movie. The original meme. That sounds incredible. <laughs> it's a good restaurant, too, actually. I really enjoy the food. <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. A hundred bucks. Two dates with Austin Powers, both in public settings. Ooh, ooh! I think I'd be disgusted. Like, I think he would gross me out a little bit. And we're talking about a Canadian actor there, Mike Myers. Who oh, I is. enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy Mike Myers very much. I don't really enjoy. Hmm, I I found Austin Powers disgusting. Let's just say one date then. I think one date, hundred dollars. He puts the bill. Yeah. No expectations. I'd do it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I need to watch like, Austin Powers like, again. Oh my god! Right? No, it's so quotable. And I mean, if it's just dinner, sure, okay, we'll do it. Hundred bucks for one date, not two. Okay. Not worth it. Eighty bucks. Hmm. He picks you up and drops you off. You can drink. Oh yeah, I'll do that for eighty bucks. Yeah. As long as I can get home there and back, no problem. Because otherwise, that would be like the whole 80 bucks with cab fare in Canada. Yeah. What would you drink on a date with Austin Powers? I mean, I think I'd be chuckling with a martini. Cosmos. Cosmos, yeah. So it's kind of a martini, yeah. Yeah, shape. Yeah, I feel that's something that you would have to have. I don't think a margarita fits very mm. well with Austin Powers. Not that situation. And maybe it's because of the whole bond feeling. <laughs> that it's kind of like a martini idea. Yeah. But I feel like, oh, well, you know what? I do like a good vodka martini dirty. Those are good. I would do like you to, like olive juice? I love olive juice, yeah. So um, good. I like that shake it on ice is nice. Yeah. I, I can imagine him all ordering like a Harvey Wallbanger. Yep. <laughs> That's a 90s drink. Oh, my God. I guess it is. I think it goes back to the 70s, really. Yeah. But, I really um, enjoyed Cocktail with Tom Cruise, actually. You know, I've never seen that. That really got me into bartending. I mean, I was already into bartending, but then I saw that. I was like, oh, man, this is so cool. Have you yeah. seen a lot of 80s movies? Because I know uh, you're younger. Yeah, well, my, my partner's introducing me to more. I, mm-hmm. I surprised her. Like, she showed me Footloose, mm-hmm. which is a really good movie, even though I, I, don't, I don't dance. I don't like dancing, but I can understand why dancing was a thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what was Pulp Fiction, 80s or 90s? 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I feel like, uh, like I'm also a musician. So, I mean, like, I feel that, like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. I've had a few drinks to prepare myself for this event. That's fine. Uh, but when you're talking about, like, a Harvey Wallbanger, when I think about, um, as a bartender, what I've learned is that those were some old school drinks. Um, I don't think maybe the these are definitely like classics and i don't know if some of the millennials have the same type of classic drinks or if there's i think there's a little more experimentation going on with different types of things going on now for with cocktails than there was then yeah there's two men it's kind of a very watered down plane now but i mean like an aperol mm. spritz is probably the the drink of the arrow isn't it oh that's a good one too it's, it's very nice it's i like bitterness and that's yeah. just palatable for most people even if they don't like bitterness i like an aperol spritz and then i find it's not too complicated either like oh it's simple yeah yeah in the uk i mean yeah in in europe now we're basically selling like ready-made aperol spritzes in a like champagne bottle and stuff it's it's becoming a real market can you literally just buy it at the store and take it home and pour it yeah straight out wow i don't think it's it's reached that level of fame here yet that, that specific cocktail. You're still riding on the back of Margaritaville, though. Well, it's not really in Canada, but yeah, in the US for sure. All right. For 250 bucks for a week, you have to start every sentence. So you have to respond to every sentence with, what's the deal with? And then into So the I'm thing. Jerry Seinfeld for uh, like basically for a week. week. Two weeks. Yeah. One week. One week. What's the deal? Every sentence? Pretty much, yeah. Whenever you can fit it in, that's what you're putting in there. Mm. Say I'll be like, oh, I think this Bee Gees album is overrating. Like, what's the deal with Bee Gees? <laughs> well, I know I definitely annoy everybody for a while, so I don't know if I'd... Well, that's a good amount of money, though. Not for a whole week. Oh. Working week? Five days? A working week. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so everybody I work with, I have to talk to like that, too. You know what? I think it would be fun to see how many people caught on, but they're going to get annoyed really quickly, really quickly for a whole week. I would, I would need more money. Two seventy-five. Oh, three fifty. Three twenty-five. No, three fifty. It has to be three fifty. It has to be worth it for a whole week. <laughs> I'm only just getting into Seinfeld now. It's interesting because okay. it's on Swedish TV. It wasn't so much in the UK because we had a lot of other things going on at the time. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy. It. I love Jerry Seinfeld's hair. I don't know why I'm obsessed with it. It's just well, it's not there anymore, but it was nice. It was. Do you enjoy comedians in cars getting coffee? I really do. I find yeah. that it'd be very intriguing to to watch. Um, I like seeing the mechanics of how comedians communicate together. And what makes them laugh with each other? Him and Ricky Gervais is super enjoyable. I just love their connections together. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that two episodes, too? Yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah. Oh, man. It, I just, I like to see how they interact with each other. Like uh, every comedian, when they interact with each other and what their lives are like. Because then you realize, like, how just down to earth they are and how, like, we all have the same insecurities, but it's for different reasons. Do you, do you listen to many podcasts? Have you listened to Conan O'Brien's podcast? Conan's a friend, no, but I listen to a lot of Bill Burr's Monday morning podcasts, just some of Joe Rogan's and um, Uninformed with Joe DeRosa. And those so, are yeah. huge shows. Yeah. Huge shows. I'm a huge Conan O'Brien fan, so I've listened to his show quite a bit. And I like how self-deprecating he is. And that's something I've yeah. always liked about him because it's like he basically like plays it off that he's super confident when he's totally not. And I think that's endearing. It's fantastic now when you see with COVID, there's no live audiences. You can see who's ho- which host is very talented. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon has no legs to run on now. It's very awkward. Isn't if you've that ever watched true? any of his things, it's awful. That's a very good point you just made. Jimmy Fallon's jokes really did depend on the person being there. Yeah. Every, everything he set up. I've really been intrigued by everything that Conan's still done during this pandemic time. I haven't seen anything that Jimmy Kimmel's done. 
No. But there's been a few pot or uh, interview shows that have been like newly released during this time, which is interesting. Like Drew Barrymore put out a talk show in the middle of a COVID, and Kelly Clarkson. There's a three. There's three guys doing something. It's Will Arnett. I oh um, shameless. I, shameless. How's that? I haven't seen it yet, but I really I want to check it out because they've got some. The guy oh. from Ozarks as well, Jason Bateman. Okay, so it's Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett, and it's called. It's not Shameless. What is it called? Smartless. Is it something to do with Smartless? Something like Thank that. Thank you, Ainsley. It's yeah. Smartless. So the whole premise is introduce somebody to everybody else that you brought as a guest and they have, and here he is. So you don't have any questions lined up to ask this person because you don't know who they're going to be. Okay, that's cool. I also like, I don't know about that, but Jim Jeffries, that's really good. Jim Jeffries is a, oh, okay. I've heard of him. He's a comedian, of course. He had a show on Comedy Central, um, the Jim Jeffries show. Okay. Quite a while, but he he did a very explosive um, viral video with like gun control in one of his specials and everyone has seen it. And then he got huge. Mm-hmm. And then he's told me about, uh, he's said on a podcast or on his show that um, who lives in Australia now? Is it like Mariah, does Mariah Carey live in Australia? I think it's Mariah uh, Carey. Maybe. I feel like she still lives in New York, but maybe she moved. Someone to that level. Um, it was her birthday. So her partner hired Jim Jeffries to come and do a thing. And because only because she had seen the viral gun video and thought it was funny. So Jim mm-hmm. Jeffries shows up and does most of his like ridiculous show. And she's just staring at him. And I was like, who are you? Like, where, where are you from? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I tend to do a bit about like gun control. And she went, yes, do that bit. And he was like, oh, now I'm a one-trick pony. Like, that's all oh, I no. have. Yeah. He's funny. But uh, his show is very good, too. There's a lot of amazing podcasts out there. I don't have all the time. There's a lot. I know. Podcasts has become this thing of like a huge sea that you have to swim through. Yeah. It's a glorious sea, though. It really is. Five hundred uh, bucks. Oh, sorry, carry on. You go, is, there, go ahead. is there some kind of update as to what I'm at overall? No, not yet. No, no right <laughs> to the end. I don't. I don't keep a track as we go because I don't have that ability. That's smart. Because I'm going to make some messy mistakes as we go. Let's do it. Yes, five hundred bucks for a month. <laughs> the only light you can use in your house is from those ugly '90s lava lamps. For a month. Yeah, remember those? Oh yeah, I've well, I've only had one in my life, and I think they're beautiful. But they take two hours to get going, man. Like they do. Like, well, they take a while to heat up. Like a, an an authentic lava lamp, at least an hour <laughs> to get that thing moving properly and looking cool. It's still gonna put out the same amount of light, so that's irrelevant. I would say. For 500 bucks? No. Uh... Do you remember those other things in the 90s where you had basically a light and then it was like, it looked like horsetail coming out the top and it spread out like this. Oh, though, yeah. And spins around with weird colors. You can have one of those too in every room. Okay. Could I mix them with lava lamps? So we yeah. have some lava lamps and some of those tails. It's like a, like they have like a neon light throughout the tail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those ones. I like dark light. I'm 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 into that, because um, the sunlight will still be out for half the friggin' day. I mean, I yeah, I'll do it for five hundred. Four hundred. Hey, yeah, night lighting, sure. Because you haven't said how many I can have. No, you can go crazy. Oh yeah, if I can like fill up the place with it, that would be really fun. So I'll I'll, I'll do it for four hundred. I'll give you four hundred, but at the end of the month, I get to take those back. <laughs> And then I live in the dark. No, you can carry on after that in, in your regular life. But I take the lava lamps away after you the month. You take all of them away? You can have one one for every room if you want. <laughs> I'm going to record a oh, music that's video. A good deal. If you let me have one for each room, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm not going to fight you, Ainsley. I'll, I'll be okay. Imagine a music video with just 90s lava lamps. That would be dope. That's the soul lighting? Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's like that's it's not going to be enough. You got to have a lot. Let let let's say there's shelves and shelves and shelves of them. It'd be amazing. Um, I have two Bon Jovi questions lined up now. <gasps> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Yeah. 
I'll ask you um, later on about your admiration for Bon, jo- bon Jovi, but let's just get in with okay. one question real quick. A thousand dollars. Have to change your phone and computer lock screen to Don Bon Jovi and Donald Trump kissing for a month. Oh, how much? A thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I'll do that for a thousand. Yeah. It's a proper like they're kissing. You have the American flag and eagles flying over the shoulders. Okay, <laughs> that's tough because oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm Canadian, but I have a lot of American friends and I do love the going to the States. I love the U S um, it's the Trump thing that grosses me out. Of course it would be, it would be normal. It otherwise, otherwise it'd be like, who else would he be picking? Bunch of you would just be kissing Bruce Springsteen or somebody, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all right. That's nice. Um, but Trump, anything he does, it's been a nice like couple months where we've kind of had a break from Trump news. So maybe I could put up with it for a thousand dollars for a month. I think so. I think I could put up with it. Nine hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's a good chunk of change. I could do a lot with nine fifty in a month. Man, that would fund my podcast quite nicely. There you go. Mm-hmm. I could deal with that. You know what? I would just laugh at it when I opened up the phone. I would laugh at it because I was making that money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not in office anymore. So fuck whatever. Yeah, exactly. So we have four more questions coming out after this break and also be prepared for more Bon Jovi questions. We'll see you after these messages. You remember that sound? Yeah, you do. The 1990s. It was fun. Lots of fun music, good times. Book ended by pop bands. And right in the middle, we got a little grungy. So many artists came and went and left us wondering, what are they doing now? We know what Marky Mark ended up doing, but what about the rest of the funky bunch? Alanis Morissette had a pop career before she made it big with Jagged Little Pill. The KLF, an EDM band from England, got Tammy Wynette to sing on one of their tunes. All kinds of crazy stuff happened, and we're going to talk to you about it with interviews with some of the biggest stars of the 90s on Dope Nostalgia, the podcast. I'm Naomi Carmack, and I'm your host. Check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. And look us up on the internet at dopenostalgia.com. And we're back from that commercial break. What did you think of that advert there? Did you enjoy it? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. And it's just been really fun being here. So thank you so much, Ainsley. This is Always. a great new show. I love I, it. I really love doing this show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be doing it in my 60s, you know, 100 bucks. You should. Yeah. In that voice. Yeah. Maybe I'll just carry on doing that voice and I'll never age. <laughs> right from your 20s all the way down. <laughs> Do it. When did you first fall in love with Bon Jovi? I was... 12 or 13 probably so that would have been 1991 ish yeah yeah they put out an album called keep the faith which is funny because bon jovi was really big in the 80s right yeah huge i didn't give a shit about them in the 80s it wasn't until like keep the faith came out and then i found them and then listened to the back catalog and i've been a massive bon jovi fan ever since He's remained good looking throughout the years too. I remember the last album I heard. It's like, I don't know the name of the song. This is a song. This is a song. He talks about the song in the song. (laughs) This ain't a song for the broken hearted. That one? More recent than that. No. Um, Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to Google Wikipedia moments. (laughs) That's okay. Wikipedia moments. But anyways, yeah, I've, I've, I've been a Bon Jovi fan f- ever since. I mean, I, I've always not enjoyed everything that's been out in the last 20 years. But I mean, I got to say in the 90s, they were solid. Yeah. Very solid. Yeah. God, he's still going. Oh, my God. So many tracks. <laughs> he's still going. Uh, anyway, I, I, the video was, was good. It was basically him standing on a rooftop saying into a microphone. And he's just he looks good still. He's made that video a million times. What you're standing yeah, yes. on a rooftop again? I think he I is. Which yeah. one you're talking about? <laughs> I think he lives on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was we weren't born to follow. That's it. Yeah. Know. Is that the one? Yes, that's it. Yeah. 
Oh, damn. I can't believe I got that. He does sing about the song a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> Let me check. I find that weird. Oh. I find it weird when people sing about the song they're singing. I know because so this one goes out to the, this one goes out to, this one goes out to, yeah. This one goes out to the blamp, 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 blamp. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think much on the songwriting. No, that that's a very bland song. I love my I love my Bon Jovi so much, but as a Bon Jovi fan, I'm not afraid to criticize. You know, you like what you like. You like what you like. And and they'll always be the most important band that ever existed to me. But I don't have to like everything they do because that's just weird. I don't know. The, now reading the lyrics, like this one goes out, this one goes out, this one goes out. And then this road was paved by, this road was paved by. It reminds me of... Um, this little piggy went to market. <laughs> yeah. It's lazy songwriting, isn't it? It is. I think. Yeah. I don't know. That's a shame. I, I hate to say, sh- I hate to talk smack about Bon Jovi, but let me tell you, they, I, here's the thing. The only reason I would ever say anything negative about Bon Jovi is because I know that they've done better and that they can do better. Yeah, I agree. They're, that's why I love them because I know how good they are. So when they put out something that's like kind of weak ass, I'm like, uh, I don't know. You guys can do better. We know that. If you have a, if you have like someone who isn't really that great at songwriting and they're consistent throughout, it's like, well, then we don't expect much from you. You've got to set the bar low. And Bon Jovi does yeah. not set the bar low. So Exactly. The bar is so high with what they've done that yeah. when they don't meet that kind of expect, you can't expect them to do the same thing forever. But I expect a better level than this one goes out and this one goes out and the same shit. Boring. Yeah, super dull. I just, I just, that just felt really phoned in. Yeah, it just felt like he had 10 tracks and he needed an 11th. Yeah. For whatever reason. And that, that was one. the lead single. Yeah. That's the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to hear the rest of the album and see like, what that single, like what, what else did he do? How was that the title track? I don't get it. Yeah. There was way better songs on that album, but... I digress. Mm. $25,000. Oh, shit. Okay. You can never listen to your five favorite Bon Jovi songs again. Five favorite? Yeah. Yeah, I I will take it. I will take it. Yeah. Which ones were they? Which songs? Um, I think your listeners will be bored if I told them. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're not hits. Um, I would go with like uh, my number one favorite is called If I Was Your Mother off the album Keep the Faith. Boring. <laughs> they don't know what that is. No. Um, my Guitar Lies Bleeding in My Arms off the album These Days. I don't know if I should continue because it's just not going to be interesting for everybody. But I mean, it's just a lot of album tracks that I completely enjoy i could live the rest of my life happily never hearing living on a prayer again oh, me too i'm so fucking bored of it so bored of it that one and wanted dead or alive so bored of it yeah I, you know I, mean? more. I know that they're good songs i know they are and i love them but i've heard them way too many times i don't give a shit it's the same with um that track that plays at the end of every night uh, it's not a bon jovi song it's mm-hmm. um starts with the piano introduction that goes into this weird journey. Part. journey Just yeah. a small town girl. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fuck. As a bartender, oh, I hate you it. said piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a karaoke host, so like that one gets overkilled. <laughs> but um, yeah, like to answer your question, I could I could give up those songs. How many years? Five? I actually said forever, but let's do 10. Forever. Let's forever? do 10, 10 years, shall we? For 25,000? 25,000, 10 years, five songs, no more. No problem. Cool. I'm not even going to haggle you down because I, I know how, how much that means to you. So say 25,000. Yeah, I'll stay there. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That sounds shallow of me, doesn't it? I love that band and I love that music, but I can still like hear the song. What if I just wanted to sing it to myself? What if I wanted to pick up a guitar and play it, play it myself and sing to it? Would that count? I guess it would. Would that f- fill the need, the void? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't necessarily I, have to hear the actual Bon Jovi studio recording. I can actually agree to that because when I, I was doing a lot of open mics, especially in my early teens, 
So I was covering mm. like Umbrella by Rihanna and like nice. all these pop music because that's what I was listening to. And I just showed up with my emo fringe and was singing Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And I still play it to the day. Like that was a long time ago. And I, I haven't heard that song by her for mm-hmm. years. I've heard covers and I've heard myself do it. And I'm like, I don't need, ever need to hear the original, but I couldn't, no. I would never miss it because <laughs> I do it. Yeah. So do you think that you would still want to do it? Or would you be bored of it because you do it? I'm not sure. I mean, I still play it if I'm in the sun and I just have my guitar out. It's just nice to have something that you can sing without even thinking about. Just to mm. let your voice kind of go through the motions. And it's like... Isn't that a nice wo- feeling? It's really nice. The sun's hitting you. You don't have to like put some any, any effort into it. You just have the... Because yeah. it's just in tuned in me now. I could probably sing it in my sleep with perfect pitch. <laughs> and that's the thing too is like, I mean as long as it's still enjoyable for you, because sometimes people want to hear you do songs and uh, they might be songs that you've done so many times that you're tired of singing them. But if it makes people happy yeah, and you don't get to hear them again on your own, of course you'd want to do them, right? I mean, that's good money. 25 grand? Yeah, it is. That's pretty good. We're doubling it for the next question. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> This is a new section for the podcast I've been used to using quite a lot, which is quite enjoyable. Um, okay. How sensitive are you to swear words just before I say the title? Oh, of this not thing? at all. Not okay. at all. I know this, this, this one hurts Americans quite a lot. Um, this is a new feature on the show. We're calling it Schrodinger's cunt. Okay. <laughs> I literally just had a conversation <laughs> with friends about that word earlier. And I said, that word does not bother me. I'm, I'm okay. English. We throw around all the time. The Australians yeah. are even worse, but we use it all the time. Okay. The concept of this is the person that you most like in the world, which is Donald Trump from the sound of your, your thing. There's a 50-50 chance that that man is in your house <laughs> whenever you open the door. So say, for example, you open the door to a bathroom. There's a 50-50 chance Donald Trump is in there doing what you do uh, in that room. Ew, what I do in that room? Okay. Yeah. For 50000 Yes. For, for how long? 20 years. Oh, no. No. Can't be. Cannot. 50-50 shot. He might it may or may not be there. You don't I know. think that he'll die of a heart attack within the first three years. <laughs> like I honestly like him and his fucking fried chicken and yeah. Uh, but like I don't think that man's gonna live very long. But if let's just say he did for some fucked up reason live <laughs> for 20 years, I couldn't do it for 50 grand. You've got to give me at least double. Because we know what that man is made of. Okay. Yeah, it's mostly mincemeat, isn't it? Mincemeat and money. So give me the fucking money. I would need at least a million. Come on. To live with that shit. How the fuck does Melania do it? I don't know. Here's the thing. They're out of the White House now. The first thing I expected was her to like leave him. Yeah. Because I, I figured, okay, you know what? You married into this. I don't know what your reasons were. Maybe you love the guy. But after the last four years, don't you want to get out? <laughs> whole country wants to get out why would she be any different you would think she would want to get out of that marriage right so why would i want him to be in my bathroom or my bedroom for fifty thousand? fuck that <laughs> 10 years no fucking way no not for 50 no we're talking a million for that kind of thing we're talking a million for a year i'm sorry ainsley i can't take it what about there's a one <laughs> one in five chance oh <sighs> For 10 years, one in five. One in five for 10 years for 50? 50,000, yeah. 50K? Yes. No, no. That's still got to be at least a million. You really don't like He's this, man. He's so gross. <laughs> How about his son? Which one? I don't know. Oh. Uh, Donald Trump Jr.? Okay, so back when Trump was on The Apprentice, back before he was president and all that crap happened, I used to think that Donald Trump Jr. was somewhat of an attractive man. But then as soon as he opened his mouth and started talking, (laughs) I was like, oh, this guy sucks. This guy sucks a lot. I do not like him. Um, So, no, I actually think that's just as much of a turnoff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a guy who somewhere not too terrible but still a nuisance um Mm. no no you really you really made it easy with the trump to say no yeah (laughs) i can't do it no not for 50 50s trump change to them not even his son okay not even the son no no 
And like I said, like, at least he's not a greasy piece of shit, but I mean, like, he kind of is too. Same bloodline as a greasy piece of shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's a great. W. Bush? I don't think that would be. Which one? W. Bush. Old, like old George Bush? Yeah. Not for 50. We're talking millions here. Wow. We're talking the U.S. presidents of the United States. The 50s isn't going to cut it. What about Hillary? I couldn't even go lesbian for her. No, no. I'm assuming lesbian because I'm assuming she'll be in my bed one fifth of the time. In <laughs> pajamas. And, um... <laughs> I want to see in pajamas. Are, are we just going to have a slumber party? Well, this is the thing. As I said, it's if you open the door, there's a one in five chance. You can just close the door and open it again. Oh, open it again. I'm just assuming that like every fifth time I go in the room, they're going to be there. And I just have to deal with it. That's what I'm assuming by this. Um, you're saying I can I literally close the door and open it again and they won't be there? Yeah, it's basically 10, 10 years of opening and closing doors every other time. Oh, well, then that's easy because if I open it and close it again, then they're gone. I assumed that like a fifth of the time they would be there. I think it's more the startling, you know? You... Oh, well, you get used to that. Okay, 50, 50 grand. I'm okay with that if it's... Uh, I can open and close the door and they're gone. Yeah. You happy with Hillary or who do you want? Um, Hillary would be cool. We could have a little talk whenever I felt like having a talk, but I'm not going to have sex with the woman. No. That wasn't the question. I know it wasn't the question. But when you, when you talked about whatever room I go into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I could do that for 50 grand and just like occasionally have a really good chat with her. Sure. I like the idea of opening the laundry room and there's Donald Trump just folding his tighty whities <laughs> I don't know why. He wouldn't know what to do in a laundry room. No, I wouldn't want to see his tighty whities Yeah, let's agree with 50,000 Hillary and uh, one fifth okay. of the time because you okay, came down fair. from a million. I think you're being very fair to me. So No, I also think I didn't uh, listen to the question properly, which is my own problem. It's okay. There's one guy who was more offended by the jump scare of having 50-50 so I said, I, he was like, could you just pick someone else? And I was like, yeah, sure. Billy Bragg? He was like, yeah, of course. Ooh. I don't think there's a jump scare because like you're doing it for years and years. You know, it's going to be there. Yeah. You just have to choose to close the door and open it again. That's not bad. But the thought of Donald Trump anywhere in my home is kind of gross. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever get past that. Yeah, me neither. I don't mm. want him in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Would, do you say George Michael was bigger in the 80s or the 90s? Ooh, um, I think he was bigger in the 80s, but more prolific and important in the 90s. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of um, the uh, Listen Without Prejudice album and everything he did. I love Too Funky. Do you know that song? No, I do not. Okay. It was early 90s, George Michael. Okay. But I'm a big fan of everything he did in the 90s. I just think he was more famous in the 80s. Okay, $100,000. Every mm -hmm. time you're romantic with somebody, the saxophone solo from Callous Whisper plays in your head. I'd probably giggle every time. I'd probably laugh. Um, mood killer, isn't it? <laughs> for how long? Like the whole my whole life? Yeah, but it's $10,000. 10000 No, sorry, 100000 100, Oh, for 100000 Yeah, I could do it. But do I have, does it through the whole sex or just like? <laughs> that would be annoying, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it'd be kind of annoying, but I mean, yeah, if, it, if it's you just like bow, check a bow, bow, you're getting down to it. You could be like, okay, this I could do this uh, little solo for a <laughs> for the rest of my life, a hundred grand every yeah. time. Every time. It just depends how long it's going to go on for. Like if it's the whole thing, I probably would say no. Let's say like three rotations of the song. The whole song? Okay, so the whole song is about 10 minutes to do three times, at least. Depends. Mm, no, I'm going to say no to 100. I'm going to say no to that. I think that's too much to go through three rounds of that song. If he, if he told me it would be once, maybe. But not for the rest of my life. Five minutes of the saxophone solo. Five minutes of the sax solo? I think that's even too annoying. Like I, I, no, not for money. No, I think it's too annoying. I couldn't do it. 
One time through then. One time through, like a three three minutes, thirty seconds, four minutes. Each time. Do you really know your your time signal timing in this well, song? Every huge pop song is about three minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah. Um that one's probably four minutes, but I would say oh, every time I had sex, I had to hear that song in my head. For how much again? A hundred? Hundred thousand. I guess that would set me up for life. What a good premise for a show you've got, Ainsley. Thank you. You've really got me thinking now. Um, I'd probably start laughing, but maybe I could do it for, I could do it for one, no, I could do it for 200 grand. 200 for the rest of my life. Because that way, not only is my home paid for, but so are all my other expenses. I'm okay with that. 180? No. No. You're tough. You're tough. Okay, 200. <laughs> Cave. It's annoying. I get it. It's it's just yeah. Like I would I think it might ruin sexual experiences because I'd be laughing or really annoyed. <laughs> One of the two. We were talking earlier about how the 90s is like a grunge sandwich. Um, yeah. do you have any specific years that you loved the most and the ones that you loved the least? Oh, absolutely. I would say that the early 90s was definitely the most impactful to me because that's when I was really picking my own favorite music for the first time. So anything from like 90 to 93 is my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. I know everything that was on the radio in North America pretty much inside and out during those three years. That's where I would go with that. Quarter of a million. Quarter of a million. You forget five years of the 90s. You can pick the years. The years? Oh, that's yeah. easy. I would go with uh, 94 up to 99. The first five years of my birth. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because then I would miss a lot of the things that were kind of mediocre. But the only thing that I'd be sad about missing is my high school years, I guess. Yeah. But, but musically, I could miss that whole era. I'd be okay with 94 up. Okay. Yeah. Would you do it for 200,000? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm too easy on that. 180? Yep. Yeah, okay. Sure. Sure. I'll leave it at that. So I'm still around for those five years, but I just don't know any of the music? You just don't remember it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you just forget <laughs> five years. Yeah, I'll take the money. Yeah. 94 onwards. Yeah, I mean, basically from Cobain's death then, right? Yeah. April 94. Yeah. Wow. So that's basically saying that I forget the whole, well, not so, that's not the whole grand era. No, because Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, they were all still releasing music during that time. I liked a lot of music that came out during that time, but I wouldn't miss it incredibly. When did Audio Slave come in to play? The 2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah you would, you'd still get that then. That's not bad. I still get audio slave. And I love them. They're yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. Late 90s is more what I know of because I was born in 94. So I had Bloodhound. No, Bloodhound Gang was 2000, but before. Mm -hmm. So we had Offspring. Absolutely. Offspring was very big in the late 90s. Yeah. For sure. And you'd skip all that? You're okay with that? Um, yeah. Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, up to like, okay, so in 99, 98, 99. We're getting into like the new pop era of the time. You've got Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. That's kind of what was happening at that time. Destiny's Child had just come out. So I would be forgetting a bunch of the sad ass shit that happened in the middle and back into the happy pop music. I'm okay with that. You'd skip a lot of Radiohead too. I'm not a big fan. I like, um, I like Street Spirit. I think that's an amazing song. Yeah. Do you like that song? Yeah, I do. I still love I Karma Police. I like that song too, actually. Yeah. I do. But I'm not a massive fan of them. Um, overall, I, I Street Spirit's definitely my favorite Radiohead song. But uh, no, they never really uh, grabbed me that big. So. Well, I mean, there's plenty of other bands that did. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, yeah. they can't take away from that. That was the last question. How old do you think you did? How much money am I getting? You don't have to give um, me an exact amount. Just did, did you think you've been successful in negotiating? 
I, I do. I do. I, I feel like I've been successful, but haven't compromised myself to sell out. I have not sold out. That's good. I'm happy with the choices I made. So I'm going to tally up the total of your dignity. And as I do that, you can pitch to the audience, tell them who you are, what you do. And um, yeah, sell your sure. podcast. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Ainsley. Okay. So my name is Naomi and I host a podcast straight out of Canada. Um, we talked to all kinds of musicians who had amazing careers in the 90s and are still doing music today. And we also have a lot of friends come on the show, enjoy ourselves talking about our roots, where we came from in the 90s worldwide. So the show is called Dope Nostalgia Podcast. And it'd be really amazing to have you guys come and check it out. And uh, you can find it on all of the big podcast places, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, etc. Yeah. Dope. Just because dope. of you, I've been saying dope all this time. I, I, I never <laughs> said dope in my life. And now I say it all dope. the time. I never even say it. It's just, it was, it was a thing back in the day to say dope. Oh, it was? Okay. I missed that era, I think. Yeah, you weren't born yet. No. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I live with a, uh, with a Californian. So dank and gnarly came into my vocab. Nice. And now dope is dope, dank and gnarly. <laughs> It's like I'm describing kimchi, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah, totally. Are you ready to hear the price of your dignity today? Yes. Okay. So we've had water gun fights with slime. You've been listening to, we've been watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air covered in um, lava lamps. And you even have Hillary Clinton sometimes appearing in your house. (laughs) All of that, all of those things added up and all of the pain that comes with it costing me. Four hundred fifty-six thousand eight hundred sixty-two dollars. So almost half a million. You're close. How do I compare with some? That's pretty that good? good. That's pretty dope. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Yes. Okay, so I haven't sold out hard. I'm, no, I'm happy you're, about you're that. good. I think you're going to be in the top ten at least. It's forty episodes, so one in four. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good, Ainsley. Oh, that's wonderful. I was happy revisiting the 90s as I always am. I love talking Jim Carrey. <laughs> All right, then. Do you have anything to say to the listeners before we sign off here? You know, I just, uh, I really enjoyed being on the show. I'm glad you uh, created such a cool podcast. So thank you, Ainsley, for having me here. Um, and uh, yeah, guys, come come check out my show. It'd be a pleasure if you guys ever want to come listen. You can even be a guest. Just give me a give me an email you know don't send it in the mail though because i won't get it no perfect this has been price tag pod i have an ancy blake for me that has been naomi she's on the dope nostalgia podcast you've heard her her name many times through this show and that's it and we'll see you next week goodbye Yay.